0: Welcome to the E6 podcast from Colonial Church, a place for candid conversations about what our church community is learning, what is going on in the world, and how it all applies to our lives as followers of Jesus. But my name is Brooke, and this is episode 91. And we just had a lot of stuff on this weekend. I Have Tanner and Lauren here with me. Some might
1: say we had a doozy of a weekend. Doozy, doozy. It was a real doozy. Did you use the word doozy? I did because I think I'm cool and I'm not doozy. (laughs)
0: Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be like a like a rough
1: weekend? Uh, I mean, it it was was kind of rough in some ways. It was great in others, but it was rough in some.
0: But we like had a bunch of stuff that was good. (laughs) I would
2: say we had a doozy of a weekend in all the right ways. It was a beautiful weekend. (laughs) Exactly a doozy. Okay.
1: Potentially
2: it was a great weekend. <laughs> I want to use the word appropriately. It's it's doozy.
0: It was a doozy. Well, it's kinda um, bruh. Bruh. Yeah.
1: I think I'm cool. I know. I'm not. It's fine.
0: Okay, so I want some updates um for people that were not involved. We had Disciple Now weekend, D now weekend. Fill us in. How was Disciple Now weekend and all of that?
2: Disciple Now weekend, I thought overall was a huge success for you that don't know what Disciple Now is. I don't even know historically when that started, but at least 30 years ago, maybe more, because I was involved as a college student, mm. as a leader in a couple of different churches, Disciple Now experiences. It's a weekend where um it may have been called something different way before d now but it's a weekend for example for us where kids all come together and we 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 have a lot of fun with some games and activities we we have a teaching time we have some some prayer and worship but also they go back into various host homes um, in our community in small groups with their leaders and they spend friday night and saturday night and so it's it's kind of going to camp without going to camp, mm-hmm, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had, I don't know what exact numbers were. We lost a couple sickos yeah. um, during the weekend. That was probably the, the the worst part of the weekend. But we had, uh, counting leaders, 40-something. 40-something, yeah. Um, we 40-ish. brought in Tyler, your buddy, uh, Tyler Jarvis yeah. from Cincinnati, Ohio. Well, not from there, but that's where yeah, he is. Yeah, he is from there. he, oh, is, he is from, from there. there. Yeah. I forgot that. Yeah, he's from there. And he's, he's just, back home now. He's back home, yeah. With his fairly new bride. Yeah, um,
1: almost almost two years, not quite two years, yeah.
2: Songwriter, worship mm-hmm. pastor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, really fun guy. He connected with our kids really well with our students. And uh, we had a great weekend, had a great weekend. I, I will give you guys a quick view. We had all the students Sunday morning mm-hmm. um, right before our 10 a.m. gathering we're all out in the student ministry building and our leaders are all there and we you know everybody's tired and it, you know it's everybody's pretty for fried really is probably the word yeah. it was a doozy for them <laughs> and i just um very purposely said hey before we do anything else and go back and and go worship with everybody in the auditorium what 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 if anything did you hear from god this weekend like you don't have to share and some of you have already shared in your small group settings and maybe You don't have the courage right now to share in front of everybody, but, and, uh, it was cool. We had, um, it was only, I think four people that shared, but it was just really, really cool to have them open up and say, this is what I, I saw God do. This is what I heard God say. Um, most of them, I know like I was as a teenager, you know, would, would probably not share in that setting or, or maybe even still processing, you know? Um, a lot of the work with students is seed planting. I believe that from my own experience and I believe that from leading in student ministry for a long time, it's, you can't, it's back to Tyler's song evidence that we've sung a lot and, and, uh, definitely enjoyed, uh, Tyler's song with, uh, with the students this weekend. You just, you don't know what God's doing. You just know he's doing something, you know? So that's, that's my quick recap on, on D now was a really good weekend.
0: That's cool. Yeah, yeah. My, my daughter came home. She had a blast and uh, immediately went to sleep. <laughs> um, she, she woke up later on and, and, uh, and then immediately came into where, where my wife and I were and started just spilling everything and was like I telling all the stories. And, uh. Like very, very often I'll pick up um, Kendrick, our, our first grader. I'll pick him up from school and he will just be nonstop like just everything that just happened and then this and then this and there was a robot and I thought about this and we played this and we did this and Jesse as you Lauren have frequently laughed about is a lot more like me and she's like I'm not gonna I have no tell words tell you everything it's like <laughs> if you they ask not tell me, you anything actually yeah, yeah that's right if you ask me a very specific question I may give you a very specific answer and it doesn't I mean I'm gonna elaborate for a while and, uh, and yesterday she was the exact opposite. And so she was like, immediately when we got home from church, like she was passed out, gone. And a couple hours later after she had a nap and woke up, she was just like, la, 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> Okay.
2: <laughs> All the things. Okay. This is, this is, I could tell you this offline, but I want to say it in front of everybody, Brooke, because <laughs> what parent doesn't want to hear this? This is not funny. This is cool. Uh, did, did Jesse tell you about the props she got from her leaders? Um, we had, uh, Sage, who is Lori Thomas's uh, granddaughter, uh, our children's ministry granddaughter she we've got several sixth grade girls that have been coming on Wednesday nights in a part of the ministry but she, for whatever reason she was the only sixth grade girl hmm. to come to D now weekend and all these seventh grade girls with strong personalities and like my daughter and <laughs> yes, others and there are a few and of there's them. <laughs> a few eighth grade girls and And um, long story short is Jesse, we we recognized several students Sunday morning also in that same time frame. Hey, we just want to recognize a few students that stood out, were awesome for different reasons. And the leader said, Jesse James, the way Mm -hmm. she saw Sage by herself and, um, you know, just uncomfortable and timid and unsure. What's this weekend even going to hold for me? And uh, as I think somebody even said, Jesse, you just you just swallowed her up. You know, you just came alongside her, and and Sage is over there nodding her head and smiling. <laughs> and Dad's got to be proud about that. What? That's what I want to hear about my kids is yeah. that stereotypical. It's the cafeteria, and that kid's over there sitting by himself or herself, and you 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 long to hear that your kid went over there and right. sat next to him, absolutely, you know, or included them in a game, or um, that's just watching somebody grow up, you know? Mm. So well done, Mr. James, it's just good leadership on your part. It's, really? It's probably her mom. Let's be honest. <laughs> Way to go care. K.
0: No, I, I was, I had a couple of, uh, the leaders that were, that were there all weekend Stop me just, you know, in passing or whatever. I oh, mean, I loved having Jesse here and it was great. And, um, you know, so then to hear, and she was really, you know, that, that meant a lot to her, um, that she got recognized for that kind of thing. And, um,
2: and part of that's why why obviously leaders do that is you know, yeah. this could be something they hear, and they're a voice in their head when they're thirty five right is hmm. you have loved well, you know, mm-hmm. it's hard to put a price tag on stuff like that
0: well, that's cool um it was it was cool to get to see tyler and and obviously yeah. it's always fun to have somebody that's not in the mix all yeah. the time. It's not uh-huh. somebody they always know and be like, oh, that's just Tanner. Or, yeah. Oh, that's just, you know, it's <laughs> Kelly or it's Lauren or whatever. You know, and have somebody different come in no and experience something different. And then when I you make Made the whole those, weekend special, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And it becomes that, like, common experience. I even mm. was thinking, you know, it doesn't even matter what you feed them, but when they all are eating the same things. It's like if you have... Everybody eats a bag of Fritos and uh, a bologna sandwich uh-huh. and a Capri Sun, whatever, whatever, you know, then it's like, oh man, it was so cool. And nobody talks about lunch or, or worried about food or anything like that because it's like, yeah, no, we all did it together. We all did that together. Yeah. yeah. It's the experience together. Yeah. So, you know, like it's different from like school where it's like, oh, they have a school lunch or I, I heard, literally heard this week from Jesse. She was like, oh, she's got these couple of people that she recognizes are frequently coming back to the lunch table with Chick-fil-A. And I was like, trying to figure out like in my head like how does that work yeah like is mom and dad mom or dad like really going to pick up chick-fil-a and bringing it to them like that's ridiculous i'm i'm I'm, that's way too much time Uh let alone the money i was like Uh whatever but it was just you know it's like that common experience of we all did this thing and you know mission trips that we've done before if you've ever been on one are very similar it's like you know so it was just it's really cool to see you know them get to experience Tyler um lead worship in a different way yep. uh where where you all may be similar in in a lot of ways cuz you guys have gone through a lot of the same sure. stuff sure. school wise and yeah but just to you know get to experience that is really cool so mm-hmm. tell us where as as Tyler was here this weekend and we got to hear him uh Sunday morning lead as well um the 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 whole church at the gathering. So where can we, if we wanted to hear more of Tyler, um, we enjoy his music or we want to hear more stuff as more stuff is coming out Mm -hmm. or just kind of wanted to see who he is and what his church is all about, where can we get more information and hear more about Tyler?
1: Yeah. So, uh, Tyler is a worship pastor at a church called Vineyard Cincinnati. Um, and so you could check out their church, uh, And they're they're doing some cool things. Um, You can see kind of his leadership there and and the expression of what he does in his team. So I think that's probably for like for church stuff. Um, You can also go to Grace Family Collective. Um, uh, You can search for them on Apple Music or any of that stuff. Um, Evidence, the song that we do that he has written, um, comes straight out of that collective of songwriters. Um, doing that. So you can listen to some more of some of his songs and even songs that he has influenced, uh, in that setting. Um, but predominantly Tyler himself, like what he does is, um, he writes just music. That's not really church music. Uh, I was kind of sharing with our students, got a chance to share with our students on Saturday night. Like it's a unique thing to have, um, an artist, who is writing music that encourages and tells stories and all those things. That's not blatantly about God, you know, but also that same artist just loves Jesus mm. and loves the church. And so that's kind of what you get with Tyler. Um, he's got like some pop music that he kind of does and um, it's kind of, it's kind of cool. Like it's eighties pop kind of thing. He's got a, uh, Ben Rector kind of feel so didn't, didn't you tell me and I never said anything to him this weekend but didn't you tell me
2: that he he opened for him at some point or my dream am maybe making that up
1: no 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 yeah he he uh yeah so he, he played with him a couple different times he yeah okay. and then uh he was on the voice uh and, uh, I mean, he, you know, he's just a, he's a dude that's, uh, like I said, he loves Jesus and he's plugging away in the artist world as well. So I think we need that kind of influence in all avenues of our world. You know, we need doctors who love Jesus. We need artists that love Jesus. Um, so that's, that's one of the things that's really cool. So you can go to, uh, tylerjarvismusic.com. Um, that's his website. Uh, you can also go to his Instagram, tylerjarvismusic.com on Instagram. Um, that's probably his Instagram is actually the best way to follow like all of his updates and things that he's doing. But you can follow him on Spotify and all kinds of stuff. So he's everywhere.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's, it's uh, obviously it's important to have doctors that are Christ mm-hmm. followers and politicians that are Christ followers mm-hmm. and, you know, any, any avenue. But I think it's also super important to have, um, you know, people that are that are outside of church world or whatever, if yeah. you will, that also have different perspective and different, uh, mm-hmm. uh, different, you know, thoughts and feelings yeah. influencing, um, what we do on a regular
1: basis, because it's super easy to
0: get into that, sure. that, that bubble or the rut of, yeah. we know
1: what we're doing. And mm-hmm. well, And I love, I love that just like, okay, I, it's just this thought, like, um, who's listening to Christian music? Well, Christians, like, honestly, that's, that's who's listening to it. um, and it's kind of cool to think that an artist who is just in love with the church, in love with Jesus, is writing music that would be played in a doctor's office, that would be played, you know, maybe at a construction site. You know, like people are just listening. It's it's pervasive. Like it's it, it's the influence of that is everywhere. And then if they get interested in this particular artist because they really like their music and they learn more about this artist's lifestyle and find out and discover oh, this guy loves Jesus. Like that's, that's a witness, you know? Like, and so I just think it's cool to be able to celebrate both, both aspects of that. Um, Mm. you know, especially, and I just gotta say this, like, especially with the popular music right now is so like, I'm going to sound, I feel like I'm sounding like an old guy. (laughs) Like it's just so degrading to humanity. Like it's, Mm. and it's, and I don't mean like it's taking us in a bad direction. I do think there are aspects of that taking us in a bad direction. But like, it's demean like it's demeaning to women. It's demeaning to like lifestyle. It's celebrating, you know, bad choices and party life. Hmm. I don't know. I just think it's 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 rare and unique to find an artist who makes good music and is celebrating good things and. Um, you know, not taking the world in a bad direction. Hmm. So do you think there are a lot of construction
0: sites that are jamming out to Ben Rector? Mm -mm. I think there are. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think there are. I'm going to have to disagree. I think there's more. Uh, Right, because (laughs) how many construction sites you've been on, or Cowboy? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just want to dig you for a second. I'm not really sure any of the
2: three of us have been on What I'm picturing in my head of urban construction sites.
1: That's maybe very true. (laughs) (laughs) Urban construction sites.
2: I did build my own fence in my backyard.
1: Yeah, like you did actually, and guess what? Ben Rector was playing, <laughs> <I think laughs> at least at least <laughs> once, like at least one time. I think it was more Chris
2: Stapleton, but <laughs> it probably was Chris Stapleton. yeah. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I was just curious. Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay, so we we also had um, the end of Angel Tree. Like everybody's turning in presents. I always love watching people coming in with the uh, with the Christmas presents. That are not going to any of our people that are going out to the community, which is tons of yeah, fun cool. um and come to the table was yesterday, uh which is what our fourth? i don't remember
1: actually i don't remember how many we've done
2: is um,
0: that like a fourth one of no the year? it's at least well the year know. yeah uh,
2: I think we will our goal is to do them quarterly and i I'm pretty sure we nailed it so this year
1: oh uh-huh. that was like maybe the fourth one for the year yeah i I thought it was awesome i i maybe I feel like I'm saying this uh more. Like, if it's like the day after we do one, I go, that was the best one yet. You know, that was the best one yet. Like, (laughs) I thought yesterday was just killer. I thought it was really, really well done. It was kind of cool to see um, up in the Connect Theater, we've got, you know, a Christmas movie playing and uh, kids running around and families getting together. I mean, it's just, I I thought it was just a ton of fun and a lot of engagement. And um, I, I love that. I love that our church is committed to doing stuff like that. Um, pulling people together and sharing a meal together and laughing and it's just good stuff. So
0: I'm not sure that we were supposed to do this, but we got food for our kids and sat them down in there with the movie and And their friends and then went across (laughs) the way to the (laughs) other side and was like, (laughs) yeah. Like, bye. Uh, Yeah. We're gonna go over here. (laughs) Yeah. And not talk about kid stuff. That's right.
1: right. Yeah, it was kinda it was just I thought it was cool. Really well done. Shout out to Rachel, the hospitality team. Um, they did such a great job. Man, they were just, they were festive. They were, they were, uh, they set it up well. They thought through lots of detail. Um, they were hosting well. Like they had just smiles on their faces, serving people well. I just thought it was awesome. Really well mm-hmm. done. Was the barbecue from a specific place? I heard multiple people say, man, this is really good. Rachel's neighbor. Yep. Okay. So, individual. so yeah. actually, uh, you know, we want to coin the phrase here because uh, I think it would be a great name for a restaurant. Tyler and I were talking about this this weekend. He said, "Hey, dude, who who made this stuff?" And I was like, "It's uh, we're asking a question. I'm like, "I think it's Rachel's neighbor." He goes, "Oh, is that a restaurant?" I'm like, "No, but it should be now." <laughs> Rachel's neighbor. Like, so there you go. That's the okay. gift. You should have a restaurant named Rachel's neighbor. Hey, you, where, where do you want to go to eat tonight? Rachel's neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, I think it's is that awesome. like country cooking. Or? Yeah, I think it's amazing. <laughs> I feel
0: like I'm definitely getting biscuits. Yes, I think Rachel's, I Rachel's used. Neighbor. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: I think Rachel's used him. A couple of different times, uh, maybe for some smaller events that we've done, like uh, maybe like a rooted celebration or something like that. I can't remember, but um, I thought it was really good. So it was really, really, it was good. really good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I heard a, cu- a couple of them going, this the best brisket I've had in quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> like it was good stuff. It was tender. It was Just good. Going back, going back for more, man. Heck yeah. That's, That's what I usually get for dessert. It's brisket. More brisket. More brisket. More brisket. <laughs> man, oh, that was so good. I'm yeah. ready for some dessert. Yeah. More brisket. <laughs> yeah.
0: Especially doing like a keto diet. I'm oh, like, yeah. man, forget all that. I
1: don't need any of that. It's going to uh-huh. be some more, more barbecue. That's right. Yeah, that's good stuff. Really well done. Cool weekend, full of, st- full of really fun stuff. And um, I'm excited to see our church do more of that and in the new year and have those planned out for next year. Yeah,
0: I think the next one's I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but uh, looking towards a, a chili cook-off.
1: I, right. think so. I, like I think so. Like We're teasing the idea, I think, uh, uh, yeah. Fairly early in
2: the new year. I can't I remember the date. I think so.
1: Day, like but. We're talking Chili Cook-Off again, which we did yeah. one this year, and yep. it was rigged. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I just got to say, my team didn't win. <laughs> You're um, saying the election was rigged. I think it was rigged, cook-off. man. So if your you know, team didn't
0: win, then it had to have been rigged?
1: Well, I, you know... I think somebody who was on the hospitality team also won. Hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> no, it was really good. Really good competition.
0: Yeah, so we're we're looking forward to that. I'm I'm excited. Uh that'll be that'll be fun. So okay. We need to get to our message from the weekend. hmm Let's get to some of that. Let's dig in a little bit. Uh this is the end of our peace of mind uh series. We can kind of wrap that up here in a little bit. But we we, we spent some time talking about burnout as you eloquently put it this weekend that burnout sucks.
1: Yeah, it just does.
0: <laughs> I think anybody that has experienced it or is experiencing it would wholeheartedly agree.
1: I just was like I don't I don't know what else to call it, you know. Like that's just it just it's not fun. Mm-hmm. So we we got to tackle that this weekend and as we wrapped up peace of mind and um yeah, I don't know. I as you as you plan on having a conversation, um, especially in light of like mental health series, things that we've been doing, I just found myself every weekend as I'm preparing for something or you know, I know what I know ahead of time what we're gonna talk about for the weekend, and it just seems to always things come up and you go, Man, I just I it just hits me right in the face. I'm identifying with this, I'm discovering more about it. So everything we had a chance to talk about on the weekend is stuff that I'm going, I need to figure out how to apply this in my life well because uh, I am not doing this well. (laughs) And it's just, you know, just sharing what we're learning. I hear you say that all the time, Lauren, and I think it's just so true. Like, um, not trying to stand up there and have some sort of authoritative conversation. It's just, I think God's teaching me this and he's speaking to me in his ways and here it is, so. um, Well, I think burnout's one of those things that, um, you you use the the Carrie Newhoff quote mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that
0: that we tend to kind of uh, shrug off, like it's it's supposed to, you know oh burnout's normal because you're supposed to run yourself into the ground you know yeah uh, I, I wrote it down just just in case so uh, exhaustion isn't faithfulness burnout isn't noble and fatigue isn't a spiritual gift ultimately leaders who take a break end up breaking. And I just thought, man I think this is leaders who don't take a break, isn't it? Who never take a break. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So ultimately leaders who never take a break end up breaking. Sorry if I said that wrong. Mm. Um and I just think back to the the you know, fifteen, twenty years of of working in a church, in multiple churches, where it's like it's almost expected that you are exhausted and not that you want that, but are you really working well, hard enough kind of that you yeah, you know, and, yeah. and it's just like, we, we shrug that off. Like it's no
1: big deal, even though it's <laughs> literally killing us all. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, and it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's this. Work until you crash mentality, and we expect like, let's pl- we have planned crashes, right? Like, <laughs> we have planned. Oh, I'm that's where you get this. I've got to take this really extravagant vacation every year, or and I'm not saying those are bad. Like, oh man, I love that. Like, I, I love. I look forward to planning vacation for my family and and doing fun things and experiencing new things. But like, if that's all I'm doing, I, all those vacations become are crashes. And, um, you come back more exhausted than you were before you left. Like you, you have to have a vacation from your vacation, you know? So there's something, there's something to like just developing healthier rhythms, you know, family lifestyle and, um, and all those things. And that's just stuff that I'm learning, you know, I, I, as, as we've added to our family, um, you know, now have three kids. It wasn't I wasn't wrestling with the things that I was wrestling with uh, that I'm wrestling with now. You know, like it, when it was just Shelby and I, things were different. Yeah. And a kid it gets cha- it changes as they grow. It changes. Um, so I think this is something we are constantly needing to reevaluate in our life. Like, OK, what does the rhythm need to look like now? Um, this new addition comes in, and that's part of what I talked about in the in the conversation. Is you know this thing gets added to your plate and you handle it, and then another thing gets added to your plate and you handle it, and another thing gets added to your plate and you handle it until one thing too many, and then you fall apart, like you just kind of crash. And it's because we don't have these we don't have these routines or these rhythms, things that we know refresh us, things that we know bring um, uh, rest to us, a measure of health. And we also don't have these moments in our life where we take stock of what are what are we doing when we're doing what we're doing, you know, like mm-hmm. the why behind it. And um, I think for some of us, we just we just do what everybody else seems to be doing around us. And we don't really ask the question. And ultimately, I think that's what leads us to this kind of crash mentality, you know, work all day and come home and. Veg out in front of the couch because that's all we've got left, you know.
2: You know, you know what you're making me think here, Tanner is, and I think this is a, a right on when it comes to wrapping up this seven week series. I don't know if people realize we did seven weeks, but <laughs> um, some people are like I thought it was fourteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that there are some. If I can digress for a second, some teachings, church or otherwise, in any field that man, you, you get told several nuggets of truth that are really impactful. Or you you get laid out, here's what you need to do next. Mm. Here's, here's you know five things you need to go do. And if you do all these things, in some cases, if you do these things in order, it's going to end up yeah. here. And I think this teaching that you shared with us yesterday, specifically on burnout, is a great example. I think most of the series falls into this is okay you normalized it I think so much of the conversation around mental health especially in the church where we don't talk openly about mental health issues or we're private about it or we don't realize we're far from alone you normalized it Yet you you whether people were nodding their heads all over the crowd or not there's that sense of oh you're, you're reading my mail you're, you're listening to my <laughs> my phone you know like you mm-hmm, joked mm-hmm. uh but there's not much, okay, go do these five things. Go do these 12 things, which I don't, I'm not even saying is a bad thing. I think the reality is, for example, with burnout is you rightly left us with, okay, you got to figure out what do, what do you need? Because yeah. one of the catchphrases you, you threw at us, one of the sticky points was um, you don't need rest You're not tired. You're depleted. Yeah. You know, Uh, sometimes I'm just tired, but, but if you're burned out, your, your tank is empty. You know, Mm -hmm. you're, you have no fuel to operate from. So a guy on a stage can't look at 300 people and say, here's what you need to do to fill your tank. Right. A guy on a stage, in this case, you yesterday has to ask, Are you going to do the hard work now? Are you going to put, put, you know, step aside out of your busyness, out of your distractions, listen to the Lord, reflect, um, and figure out what, what is going to fill my tank? Uh, and that may be different than my wife. Maybe different than my other friend, my other friend, maybe different from all these other people, maybe really similar to that guy over here because we're wired the same or we have the same interests or whatever. But I I think it's a call to the extra work. And I don't know how, on a side note, I don't know how much that's thought of in church. You know, I don't know Mm -hmm. how many people go listen to a stereotypical preacher sermon and think, okay, he's going to, he's going to provoke some thought and then I got to go do some work. I think it's typically like, okay, entertain me or or give me something I can go, oh, yes, fantastic. I'm going to do that one thing.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: this is not – I think the whole topic of mental health is that's one of the challenges is I loved how you wrapped up uh, – I think you wrapped up the series in a really poignant way is you said, okay, we know a lot of stuff now. We know about how common this is to all of us to struggle with anxiety or to struggle with depression or – we we've got some tools. We've got some resources we can turn to who's going to do the hard work now who's going to act. And so I, I think I'm teeing you up right when I say, tell us a little more about discovering how we're, how we can refuel, how we can um, be the opposite of depleted, but be filled, become filled. Sure. I know you've, You've even talked with our staff recently, um, as leaders and as as servants in our church about how we can we can do that individually. Mm-hmm. I'd love for you to share some of that with us.
1: Well, I think that uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I um, hopefully, I left I left it yesterday with this encouragement to the hard work is not doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the hard work is now asking the right questions, discovering why we're doing certain things and what's the outcome of doing those certain things, you know. And I'll say that I, I think if you there, there are things you can do today that will make a difference. But I think if you look at yourself and your life pattern and you and, and six months to a year from now and it's this and it's the same. You've done nothing, and you're going to get the same result, which is burnout, and you're going to ask yourself, why? How did I get to this point again, you know? And so, you know, it seems like really a really uh, simple thing to say, but we're human beings. We're not human doings, you know? And I think we forget so much that uh, a lot of refilling ourselves is – the ability to be somewhere and to, and to not do a whole lot, you know? And, um, you know, kind of one of the encouragements is a fruit tree doesn't produce fruit in all, all of its seasons. And we think, we think we have to in any domain. I could talk about domains yesterday, uh, which there's like, there's a cup, there's like really five different domains in our life, but, um, it's just really categories and the and what you live your life out of. We 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 tend to compartmentalize as people. Um, but like, what is it in your personal life that um, you're doing? What is it in your faith life you're doing? Your community life, your vocation, like for your job? How do those things kind of fit into practice? Uh, the reality is, <clears throat> um, we we I said this with a crash dummy kind of thing yesterday and uh we wake up to our alarm and we are on the go immediately and we don't stop until we lay down at night and it's not healthy that's not a healthy r- rhythm for us um i also think we kind of flip we kind of flip this um you know to 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 bring it to uh to faith is we tend to look at the story of God creating the earth, right? Like he worked for six days on the seventh day, he rested. We tend to look at that as if work really hard and then play really hard, you know, work really hard and then rest, you know? um, The problem is we don't know how to rest well. And two, what was God doing before he was creating the world? Like he created the world from a place of rest. And then he, he threw in there on the seventh day he rested in order to, in order to say, Hey, this is important. Like we need, you need to, you need to rest well as, as well as produce. And so one of the things that's been helpful for me as I'm looking at asking the question, what do I need? I think there's different categories that I need to, to think through. One is daily. What do I need? Like, what is it that I need daily? For me right now, I'll be honest. For me right now, I need to get up earlier than I have been, and I need to have a cup of coffee, and I need to watch the sun come up because that starts my day instead of in a pace of hurry. It starts my day in a place of peace. I'm not rushing. And I can. And honestly, what I have discovered, and I'm, I'm going to say this because my wife will call me out, <laughs> Um I'm not doing this right now, and I need to do this. I when I have looked at myself and I have, uh, you know, had the forethought to go to bed at a decent time to sleep well, take care of myself, wake up thirty minutes, forty five minutes before I was would ordinarily wake up, have a cup of coffee, start my day slow. Guess what? I'm a better dad, waking up my kids and getting them ready for school. I'm a lot more polite. I'm nicer to them. Why? Because I'm not in a hurry to get myself ready. I'm, I'm ready. I'm good. Now I can just be there and I can greet them in the morning and start their day better. I've heard, I heard, uh, one of the books I actually mentioned, uh, yesterday was a life you've always wanted. There's a part in there. Um, there's a chapter in there called Adida day, uh, which is, it's, it's his way of saying like they have this Adida dance that they, that he and his kids do at bedtime, um, Where rather than rush through the bedtime routine, get everybody in bed, they just want to be, he wants, he's like, I need to be present with my kids. And so I'm not going to miss the chance to get them ready for bed because at some point they're not going to need me to do that for them. So I'm going to celebrate the moment. And he also calls this whole thing into question, how many of us wake our kids up and we're rushing around to school and we've probably yelled at them a thousand times that morning and then we say, have a good day at school. It's like, no. like, So for me, daily, one thing I know I need to do is I need to wake up a little earlier so that I'm not in a rush and I can enjoy coffee and watch the sun come up. Another thing I need to do daily is I need to have 30 minutes to an hour where I can be creative. I can do something not because I need to produce something or not because I need to, you know, meet a deadline. I need to do something because I simply enjoy doing it. Um I need to look I need I need to answer the hard question what that is. That's something I can do each day. Like mm. that doesn't take a lot of effort. It doesn't take money to do that. I can just do it. Weekly I need to do something. And for me right now it's either a Friday or a Saturday. I, I mentioned this. If you engage your mind, like if what you do for a job, what you do, you know, ninety percent of your time is you are engaging your mind, you are using your mind a lot. Engage your body, and for some of you, it's it's you know, vice versa. Um, for me, I miss the. I've just worked really hard on something, and I have like a physical object I've produced. Um, so on a Friday or Saturday, I will build something <laughs> like I, I will do some woodworking um, because I just enjoy that process. You know, I'll do something physical like that. I need to do that weekly and then monthly. What's something monthly I need to do, you know, um, that will bring about this rest for me. And then yearly, of course, there's the yearly thing. Yes, it is appropriate to carve out intentional time each year and Go on a vacation, you know, go see a part of the world you haven't seen, or I don't know, go do this thing. I was talking to Lori, our children's ministry director, and um, it was funny. She was, we were, we were talking about this kind of as we were preparing to have this conversation this weekend, and um, she said she took, uh, there's this like a, <clears throat> uh, what is it called? Like pumpkin patch thing? I don't know what it is. I can't remember what it's called, um, where they have this like little zip line, right? And you... Uh, it was like this in back in October and uh, she's afraid of heights. She doesn't do anything. If you know, Lori, you know, like she doesn't do dangerous things or what she deems as dangerous, which oftentimes <laughs> is just like making a left turn in the car. Yeah. Like that's dangerous. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> but she's like, Hey, I I got I did the zip line and it's like two feet off the ground. Like it's not a zip <laughs> line. Um, and she said, I just had a blast. And there was this, like, epiphany for her, like, uh, I think I need to engage, like, you know, with one little step up, like this, this it, it, if that seemed threat- a little threatening to her, a little dangerous, you know, but not really. Um, I needed to engage that physical aspect of my mind that was stimulating, or, you know, my body in a way that I don't normally do. That brought her some joy. That brought her some rest. Is she gonna do it again? I don't know. But like in that moment, like it was good for her. Yeah. And so like there's just those different things that we can do. Um, I think it's also being intentional about those things in in a way.
0: Like you talk about taking a big vaca- uh, you know vacation once a year or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like there are some of those that you could take that vacation and not be intentional about it all and be doing the thing. I think about times that we've taken vacation. Like the beach is the beach is peace for us. Yeah. Like that is rest and all of those things. But I have also done those vacations where we walk away going, I'm exhausted. Uh Like we did all the things that bring us joy and that we love. And, uh, and and I'm still exhausted. I think about like golf, like you talk about doing something physical. Like I, I will go out and mow the lawn or whatever. And I like to go play golf. And, and, but if I'm, not careful or I'm not intentional about it and I'm rushed through the whole thing like we don't have enough time or I'm late and I can't just get ready and mm-hmm. and do all those kinds of things like it, then it it doesn't do the same thing and also works backwards and, you know, it works against me in the same way. Now I'm like, great. So I'm physically tired. It wasn't fun. We were rushed the whole time. Yep. This person complained the whole time, or I complained about this person the whole time, (laughs) whatever (laughs) it is. You know, it's like, if we're still not being intentional and thinking through, how are we doing these things? Um, we can throw something on the calendar, but it doesn't mean that it's going to actually give you rest. Right. I think one thing
2: you're touching on Brooke um, that applies to so much of this whole series is it's just intentionality. Some, some of this is so much of this is not rocket science, right? You know, it's when you talk about getting up 30 minutes early to start your day more peacefully and less frantically, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: that's not brilliant. Right. You know, (laughs) right. It's, it's intentional, you know, uh, As I hear you talk about the difference between, you know, those vacations, one that's refreshing and one that's just go, go, go. Sometimes it's just this simple. And my wife and I are finding ourselves doing this better over the last few years. I wish we could go back and tell our younger selves. This is come back a day earlier. You know, like you you had this go, go, go vacation to Destin, Florida, white sand beaches. You ate out a few times. You laughed. You had so much fun. And you came home at midnight the night before you all go back to work and school. And I have multiple vacations like that in my memory. And the difference between doing that and coming back one day earlier where you can sleep in a little bit. You can do your laundry. You can decompress a little bit. You can okay, I'm gonna get my calendar out. Look at look at what work looks like this week and I'm gonna mm-hmm map out some things I got to prioritize and none of that's brilliant it's right. intentionality you know yeah. and so I, I just think the difference between burnout which is to to use your words it's it's ongoing it's chronic it's long term between that and just stress that that does come for all mm-hmm. of us that ebbs and flows in a lot of ways is intentionality I really do believe it it comes down to that
1: yeah I mean you and that's you know again that's why like i would say this uh, looking at this whole series we've been in peace of mind it's been descriptive not prescriptive right like it's been describing things calling up some truths about some things maybe asking ourselves some questions but it's not really been do this do this do this do this do this much shorter way of what i was
2: trying to say earlier
1: (laughs) (laughs) well uh, you set it up well Um, (laughs) but like it's that's for all of us. Like there's just this different, we're all created differently. Right. And, and we need different things, um, and in different seasons. Um, so it is intentionality and asking the question, what do I need is a good question. And it's again, not sleep. You might need sleep. Like that, that might be something that you need, you know? Like, honestly, I would say, if there's a whole bunch of our student uh, leaders that did not take today off, they probably should have taken today off. <laughs> they need some rest, right? But that's a short term fix for some things. Um, and but like you, just like you said, it's intentionality. All of this is intentionality. Just just asking the question, and then kind of creating the plan to execute those things. Um, yeah, just yeah. Anyway, I think it's burnout is something that is unlike I hesitate saying this, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway and unlike depression depression um though it is on the increase in our in our culture. Um depression kind of there I've heard you say this, uh Lauren, I don't know that I can identify really in a, in any sort of in-depth way with someone who's really depressed because you don't, you can't think of a time. I don't have
2: a melancholy personality type. I don't, I don't have a a history of of struggling in that area.
1: Right. So it's, it's, it's specific. Like there's some people burnout, it, everyone can identify every, with burnout. Every Everybody's got this. Every one of us. And so, to me, this is just this call number one to recognize: Are you in a season of stress, or are you in a in a season of burnout? What, and then asking the question: What do you need from there? Hmm. Do I need a nap because I'm just stressed? You know, like do I need to just take a day and step away from that thing because it's going to be over soon? You know. Or is it? Oh my gosh! uh, No, I'm in a season of burnout where I've got nothing left. A vacation's not going to fix it. Mm -hmm. Different rhythms for a longer period of time is going to fix it. And just asking those questions: What is it that you need? But it starts with self-identification and then creating some intentional action. Well, into
2: one of your one of your points yesterday about how poorly the job on paper, most of us can do when it comes to self-diagnosis. <laughs> you know, yes, that's that's yes, not yes. necessarily a good idea. That's another reason, reason number 492, to be in community. You know, the the, yeah. the the way God made us to do life with each other. This is one more example of to be able to look to a few friends that know you really well, mm-hmm. that, are, that are interacting with you on a regular basis, and to even have the you know, intentionality back to that word of saying, Hey, can you speak into my life? And do I battle stress from time to time? Like everybody, or do you see me kind of in a chronic state of burnout Yeah, and why speak into that? Yeah. And
1: I I will say this too. Like, um, I, when I started kind of creating this, you know, this pattern that when I was asking the question really daily, weekly, monthly, yearly for me, the first thing I was encouraged to do when I did that is, all right, you don't have to go ask everybody all these things yet. Slide this over to your to your wife, and she knows me the most. What do you think I need? Mm. And she just saw right through the facade I would have fooled myself with. You know, I would have said I need I need sleep, and she'd been like, "You need something different than that." Mm. You know, you need to go to the gym. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I would have fooled myself into going. I don't need that. I think I need blah blah blah. She's like, no. She got right to the heart of the matter, and that's the beauty in like community. As you, as you relate with those around you, they can see the things that in you that you would lie to yourself about. You would fool yourself with. Yeah, you know. Um, I heard. uh, I'm this this is a thought I'm wrestling with. Um, I I have a I had a professor this last fall uh, sharing this with me, this thought with some of the class, and just processing this, where he said, "Foolish is the Jesus that lives in me, but w- wise is the Jesus that lives in all of us." And the, basically, what he was trying to say is, we can fool ourselves way easier um if we are isolated and we're not living in yep. community yep in community the context of community the wisdom of Jesus can come forward mm. in our minds mm. and in our hearts because of the plurality of voices yeah um and so i think that's just i've still processing you know what that means and even like you know a blanket statement like that i don't know like foolish jesus or and like that just feels weird but but the heart behind that is like yeah absolutely i know what lies i can tell myself i know i can fool myself into thinking something that's not true and i'm susceptible to the lies of the enemy when i isolate myself like that we've discovered that over this over this series you know um and so i think that's would be a really good question if you don't know where to start You know, ask, answering the question, what do I need? Ask your spouse, ask your best friend, ask, ask the community group you're in, you know, like, um, what do you see that I need? Yep. Um, because they're going to tell you things you won't tell yourself.
2: And to flip that, to not leave this other side of that same coin unsaid is there's the intentionality on our part to ask, you know, our, our spouse, our best friend, our small group of closest friends to speak into our lives. The other side of that is I think real community, true God honoring, beautiful full life community includes unsolicited speaking into each other. Oh, for sure. You know, like I'm doing life with you, Tanner, for quite a while and you don't ask, you don't, you're not intentional with me maybe to say, what do you see or what do you think I need? And for me to actually go, Tanner, let me grab you by the shirt for a second. Tanner, mm-hmm. Tanner, you need this, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. whether you hear it or not, whether you receive it or not, that's, that's what love looks like, right. you know? And so I think even to go back to some of the other topics we covered in this series, um, I think when someone is, tell me if I'm wrong, cause you've struggled, you know, openly, you've talked about depression in some personal ways that, that I can't relate to as well, but my understanding is, if someone's in the 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 midst of struggling with depression, they're probably not going to come to somebody and go, "Hey, what do you think I need?" Nope. Hey, hey, you think I'm okay? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think I should talk to somebody? <laughs> like, that's just not going to happen. You're right. And so, You're love, right. real friendship, real community looks like somebody else coming to that person, going, "I care about you. I I want to help." It's like, I'm thinking if if it's a spouse. I'm going to call and make the appointment and I'll know? go with you and I'm going to go with you yep. and I'm not going to dominate. I'm not going to talk. I'm just going to, I just want to be with you because I love you and I care about you. Yep. And if, if you know, in our pain we go, no, 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 no I don't need that. You know, which a lot of people do. Well, you can't do everything for everybody.
1: No, you can't, but you're right. But like
2: if uh, that's the intentional side from the other. You're right. Angle.
1: You're right. You're right. You're right. That's it's, it's, uh, that's the, but that's also the beauty of that community is you know, there are times where you, when you will ask and solicit some advice and some input from your community. And there are times when they're going to give it to you because you need it, not because you want it or desire it, but because you need it. And, yep. Um, yep. you know, I, I just think of I think of the times when I needed that and I wasn't listening to those things. Um, you know, there's one specific there's one specific moment that comes into my mind uh, in the last couple of years with my wife. Uh, where I was just in kind of a really bad spot mentally. I think I was kind of in the heat of some depression. And she goes, "You, I think I, think I need to just leave you in this room and you need to worship. And I'm going to put some music on. I'm like, no, I sing worship songs for a living. I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not doing this. And she puts some worship on and she just goes, I think you really need to do this. And I'm, I just sat there and I'm listening to music and then I I finally go, well, I'm going to just, I'm going to actually try. So I started engaging in the worship and I'm trying to worship and it was just, I found my, I'm just falling face first on the floor and I'm worshiping and I'm crying and I'm doing all these things, you know, and God's speaking to me and I'm like, I, I didn't know you needed it. I didn't know I needed it, but she knew. Yeah. I get, there's beauty in some, and sometimes mm. having that person say you 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 need this, and these
2: are the kind of moments where I just get fired up because I'm like, who still is telling themselves I don't need community? Yep, I don't need the church, I don't need to be in a group. I it's me and Jesus. Uh, you know, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna have my. It's it's private. It's don't anybody step into that space. And I just go, no, that's not from scripture. That is not my understanding. I say this strongly with, you know, conviction. It's not my understanding of how God wired us, of God what God wants for us, what he invites us into, what Jesus lived out, modeled for us. This whole conversation just flies in the face of now nah, you'll probably be fine by yourself.
1: Uh huh. Good luck. Well, it's like I mean, Perfect. I don't know. God himself is in community. Right.
2: As weird and and mysterious as that is, as mysterious
1: as it all is, you got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go back,
2: read Genesis two. Let us make man in our image. I
1: I just have a hard time believing we we can do any any of this on our own. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yep. I, I I have I have thoroughly enjoyed this series and the different topics. I have enjoyed seeing and hearing the way that our church has responded. Um, I don't mean like oh we i I'm not talking hey there's this was a home run series I'm not saying that i'm just all I'm saying is I feel like God has been speaking to our community through this series Ooh. and through the conversation and the the vulnerability that it has it has called us to um the feedback that we have gotten um even even the fact that this series drove us to asking, you know, I think it was like a Cesar coming in and doing a, doing an interview. Yeah. And, um, it's driven us to ask some of these questions from some people who know a yeah. whole lot more about it. And I think it's been a We're really, already connected really good with, tool
2: with Christ counseling ministry. And yet just to take it to another level of connection, yes. talking to Ellen and absolutely exposing more of our people to their resources and
1: right here in town, yeah. you know, I think it's been really good. So, um, thanks for leading us in that and and bringing us to that. And
2: Well, I, I say this, uh, with very sincere gratitude, I'm so not another thank you formally on our podcast to life church and to the hard work their writing team did with this series. Even earlier this year, um, we've tried to be open and honest about that throughout the series. You know, we didn't, we didn't start with blank canvas on this. We very, uh, gratefully, um, took some of their resources that they, they offer for free to churches. And, and I saw it, listened to it, read some of the stuff and just went, that's where so many of our people are. Oh my goodness. This is right. This is good. Uh, this is not turning in your friend's homework (laughs) because you don't want to do the work. This is like, Oh wow. I want my friends to hear this. My friends need this. And so, um, without apology, we have been, um, just leaning into some of the hard work that I already did. And then to be able to pull in the Cesars and the RJs and the Ellen's and, and, and back to what you said, um, I had to look it up cause I couldn't remember who famously said it a long time ago, but man, w- we are just sharing what we're learning, you know, even in the midst of, of taking a series from life church where I know, I know the times I've stood up front and talked about anxiety and worry and uh, negative thinking. And I'm, I'm sharing what I'm identifying with and learning mm. and, Uh, I had to look it up, but Seneca the Younger is famous for, uh, he said, while we teach, we learn. Mm. Um, A lot of people have quoted that or said it differently, but it goes back to uh, early on in the Roman Empire. Um, While we teach, we learn. I, I almost feel bad for people that when I teach, for various reasons, but to be to be to be serious, <laughs> specific, yeah, because uh, I'm learning more than anybody in the room. Like, mm-hmm. like I think I've shifted as a younger teacher, thinking, "Why am I teaching? Why are they listening to me?" All the way now to, "Why do I get to spend more time wrestling with these things than all these folks listening?" Like, man, I'm so lucky. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I get to do all week with in this case for you burnout and man, how's this, you know, Shelby, how do you see this in my right, life? And right. man, what do I Man, I need to make this change in my, and, and so many of the rest of us are getting 30 minutes of listening, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really cool to be able to teach and, and, uh, work through some of that stuff. Thank you on that note too, Tanner. Uh, love that this, this podcast is obviously primarily for our colonial family. Um, so grateful any of you that are tagged along with us, but, But for our colonial listeners, um, how cool is it to see uh, just our, despite going through some hard staff changes uh, earlier this fall, uh, Tanner, you stepping up and teaching a couple times in the last several weeks and knowing you're going to be teaching several times in 2023 and um, how all of our staff uh, is just kind of shaking up a little bit and moving into different areas of, of trying to, to, to serve faithfully and. So way to step into that, Tanner, and, and lead us well as of late.
1: Thanks, um, for, thanks for trusting me with it. Appreciate it.
0: Well, so as we wrap up the series and today's episode as well, um, it sounds like the, the things that we're talking about are the intentionality and, um, and the community that we need and uh, really being able to wrestle with um, the pervasiveness of these issues—that um, not all of us are going to experience all of them—but um, the likelihood of any one of us not experiencing any of them is uh, is is pretty is pretty thin, right? Um, and so, uh, my encouragement would be to. Um, go back, listen to these again, um, sit with these topics as we talked about, you know, great. So, you know, you know, more, Oh, now what now, Mm -hmm. how's that going to change anything? It's not, if it just stays there. So how do you need to, um, sit with the topic of depression and really consider, is that something I'm dealing with? Um, how do you need to change things if you're dealing with burnout? Um, or, or or stress, or worry, or, or some of these other, any of the other topics that we talked about, like, you know, what, what do you need to do to really come to grips with it, rather than just um, check the box that you went to church, you heard a thing, and now we're moving on, um, you know? And, and then the question, the big question to me is, what do you do now? Um, as we've talked about, there's a counseling list, there's uh, resources. If you go back through the messages. Um, if you go back through these podcast episodes that we've that we've tagged along, uh, the interviews that we've had, the counseling list, like what are the things that you need to grab out of that that are going to help you in this process? Um, and then I love what you said, um, Lauren. Is like, what kind of community do you need to be? Not just be a part of, but what do you need to be for the people that are around you? So maybe you don't experience. Um, you're not experiencing depression, but you got somebody that you know and love that is. Mm. Maybe they're not coming to grips with it either, but you can you can have a voice in their life. Mm. Um, burnout's the same way, you know. Um, you know, how many of these times can we be that that voice for somebody else that needs to hear it? Because uh, like you said, Tanner, I know the ways that I can talk mm. myself out of these things. But mm-hmm. when somebody comes alongside me that knows and loves me and knows what I'm experiencing or whatever can say, I think this might be something
1: to, yep. you know. And create create the community you want to be in. You know, if you can't find it, make it happen. You know, be that kind of person.
0: So, so com slash mental health. Um, that page is not going anywhere. We're going to leave that up. It will have all of these things. Maybe we will add to it in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is there for all of these resources, the messages, the podcasts, the interviews, the counseling list, just any of that stuff. So it will continue to be there and be available. So please use that as a resource um, and reach out to somebody that you need more. So um, all right, guys wrapping up peace of mind today's episode, anything left to add?
2: Bring on Christmas, baby. Here we go. Christmas season. I know it started for you about, uh, Eighteen weeks ago, hey man, I just got to say Tanner. this on
1: the podcast. Look, look, I got to say this. Brooke had his Christmas stuff up before the Hodges did. I did, I did. So we were good. We did it the day. We did it the day after Thanksgiving. It's awesome. Which is so weird. I don't preach that. Like I, I'm all about. I'm all about before Halloween even. But well,
2: with no matter where any of us are, however slow uh, or quickly we've uh, jumped into Christmas season, it is blatantly Christmas season. I'm really looking forward to our Christmas series starting uh, this coming Sunday, uh, our Christmas Eve services coming up in just, wow, 19 days from today of the oh, recording of our podcast on the 5th. So Christmas Eve, we're going to have two services here at Colonial at 2 and 3.30 p.m. It's on a Saturday, so I think um, we'll still have some folks that, oh, I hate it for them, that they'll be working or wrapping up work, but hopefully because it's a Saturday, a lot of freedom to to come together and worship and Sing some Christmas songs and just be grateful about the gift of, of Jesus and um, looking forward to these these next few weeks together.
0: Sounds good. Yeah. Mm. Mm,
2: Christmas time. Christmas.
0: <laughs> when can I take them down? <laughs> is, that, am I, is, it, is it too early? I too think soon, the 26th man. you're allowed to. No, too soon, man. <laughs> too soon? <laughs> <laughs> the, the afternoon of the 25th, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it's been no, done I'm kidding because to it's me it's been done to me I'm like they're already up so if we just left them does it hurt anything then i don't have to put them up the next year. Well,
2: that's why I tried to tell my mom i didn't have to make my bed cuz i'm just going to get <laughs> I'm just in gonna it. get back in it. And she didn't
0: buy that at all. <laughs> uh this has been the E6 podcast from Colonial Church. You can always get more information about colonial at colonialchurch.com or from our app in the App Store, the Google Play Store. We love to hear from you. Um what are you guys thinking after this series? What have you experienced? What really stuck out to you um and uh do you have your christmas lights up yet do you have your decorations if you haven't yet um taylor will come tanner will come to your house and do it sorry i'm i'm this echo is killing me here taylor, uh, taylor
2: swift will come to taylor your house. swift
0: will come with tanner she will serenade you and tanner will put up your lights for you uh so send us your, your questions your feedback podcast at colonialchurch.com we love to uh to hear from you so that's always fun thank you for listening we will pick up our conversation again next week.